Good evening, gentlemen Hello. and lady. This is the second edition of the League of Extraordinary Managers podcast with your host, Joshua Camps and Parker Snowden. Uh, Parker here. Hey, how you doing, Josh? Hey, Parker. How you doing? Good night, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, we just spent way too much time preparing information for this. So, hopefully, you enjoy it. Just a bit. Um, <laughs> more than an hour. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let's get into this. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool to actually look at it, really, and, and go through stuff. Uh, I think Parker would agree, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I can't believe we're already four weeks to the season. Uh, we just want to talk about our league, how how some of the teams are doing, how certain fantasy players are doing. Uh, we'll just kind of go over a few highs and lows of a couple of each of these. Uh, yeah. So, Josh, why don't you kick us off, man? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, we let's talk about the uh, best record. So, so far, four weeks in, Dwayne and Faith are tied seven and one. That's my girl. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there, you know, there, there's a few nipping at the the heels, you know, but um, they're seven and one. And, um, you know, worst record is definitely Daniel. Daniel is in the trash can. He's swirling around the toilet. He's just waiting to get flushed. Um, he's 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 ready for next year. That's for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> and not just him. I mean, second place for uh, worst record is. Uh, guess how many are tied for it, Parker, for second place? Um, I'd say there's got to be at least three people tied for it. Correcto mundo. We got mm. three. It's a three-way tie. Uh, we have Stephen. Parker, you, and me. I mean, I guess we we all really just suck at fantasy football, apparently. So um, don't well, quit your day job. <laughs> Glad it's not for too much money. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we all have a plan. So we'll see, yeah, we'll for see sure. how those uh, pan out. But, yeah. So uh, that's best record. Now, uh, how did we get there? So most points for. So who scored the most points so far is Dwayne. He's at seven hundred and twenty. Yeah, super yeah. consistent. Just putting up like top three scores almost on a weekly basis. Yeah, but there's a, there's a surprise at number two. Um, you know, because Faith's seven and one, but it's not Faith. Who who do you think has the second most points scored? Uh. High end wide receivers and those guys, including Cooper Cup. So I'm gonna guess him. Eh, wrong. Oh, come on! It's John Howard at six seventy six. John Howard, really? Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, Ninja Jow. Ninja How? Yeah, wow. Well, he's chopping down the competition. Anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, and then most points against. Who do you say has the most points scored against them this year? Who do you think? I think it's actually John Howard. 
Same guy. You're right. And you know what's crazy? What's is that? He's had – he has 676.4. 674 against. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – man, that's, uh, that's unfortunate for the guy. He's had some tough draws, I think. I mean, how does that happen? That's that's pretty crazy. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Parker, how about let's go over some of the biggest upsets we've seen. Oh yeah, sure thing. So we we definitely had a few. Uh, I don't know if I'd call them upsets, but more like really close uh, contests. Um, and I've got three in mind here. Uh, looking back at week two. Uh, I noted that there was a matchup between Michael and Topher, and Michael got the win in that game, 168-163. Very, very close. Uh, Topher's top scorer was Tom Brady at 29 points, and Michael probably went off that week with 35 uh, points. So both uh, had some good plays, but, man, when you get that close, it just it stinks to lose uh, when, it, when it's that high of a score. So uh, definitely the fireworks show of week two. Uh, week three, it's kind of on the other end, right? Um, I don't know if you remember this, Josh, but there was a, there was a really close matchup between uh, Steven and John. And yeah. I, do you remember what happened? I recall. The- yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember someone went to bed thinking they had the W. But yeah, that's right. <laughs> but what happened? What happened the next morning, Parker? Uh, well, I just know that I woke up and I saw that like Stephen had like point four more points, and then he was leading John. And uh, I don't know how that came about. I even looked in the stat corrections column in our league, and I couldn't find any. So I don't know where those points came from. But he ended up getting more points. Um, he he won that matchup, uh, one hundred six point six two to one hundred six point two four. Less than 0.4 points away. That's just kind of nuts. Those are always backbreakers. I, I hate that. Uh, oh, I've had man. a couple weeks like that in other leagues. And if you're on the others, if you're on the winning side, oh man, that feels good. But to be so close and get an L, oh, for it, sure, it's the worst. <laughs> and I think I recall too, John had overslept uh, and he forgot to sub out Dalvin Cook because he had been hurt in week three. And that very well may have cost him that extra point four points. <laughs> Dude, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Uh, that sucks. And since these scores were so low, I saw I just noted a few of their low scores. Cook got John zero. Uh, James White got him zero point six. And then for Stephen, he had um, Randall Cobb and Austin Schwartz from the Browns, and they both got Stephen zero points each. So, man, yeah. just. Uh, not not the best week, but if you can eke out a win, it always feels good. Uh, so yeah, was- I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's he's glad getting the W there. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, week four, um, just the other day, actually, I remember this game. Um, I have this matchup between my wife, Faith, uh, and Dwayne. Now, before Monday Night Football, Faith was down by about 17 or 18 points, and she had only Austin Eckler left to play. And Dwayne, I don't know who else has noticed this, but he starts both wide receivers each week from 
the Chargers. And so you, you look at that and you think, oh, man, there's no chance. But uh, I don't know uh, who, uh, who watched the Monday Night Football game, but those wide receivers, Allen and Williams, Josh, I want you to guess how many total fantasy points they scored between the two of them. Well, I know it was low scoring. I watched that game. And mm-hmm. Eckler was doing well. So I would say they scored less than 15 points combined. Well, you're correct. Uh, more specifically, they scored 8.7 points combined. Ouch, bro. Yeah, oh, I think we had one catch. It's just, it was an anomaly of a week for Dwayne's receivers. And because they did poorly, I think the game script uh, was prof- uh, preferable for Eckler, who scored faith 29 points. And ended up eking out the four-point win, 180 to 176. Um, that's, that's a boom week surprise. right there. Very dramatic. Um, and Faith was quite happy. So that was it was cool to see her <laughs> get, get the win for that. So that was neat. Well, you know, she is pregnant, so we don't want to add any more stress. Dwayne, <laughs> we really appreciate you taking one for the team there. Thanks, Dwayne. <laughs> good guy. What a good guy. What a good guy. Really, the just the best, you know, just the best. Well, he is number one in the league, so I guess that makes sense. Why would you have to bring that up? All right, we'll have to see if we can change that. Well, not us because we suck, but other people will have to see if they yeah, can change Yeah, not that. us. I mean, just the collective group as a whole. Come on, let's put it Come together. On, anyway, so those are my uh, close matchups that I thought were noteworthy. Um, Josh, I think next on the docket we've got here are some fantasy player – Pleasant surprises, and we have a few letdowns too. Why don't you kick us off with some pleasant surprises? Yeah, um, I mean, I think a lot of us we've probably felt the pain from these uh two players this year and wished we had drafted them because they were not very high in the uh draft pool. Uh, let's go over Cooper Cup first. So, Cooper Cup is the wide receiver one. Bam. Wow. Uh, Wide receiver one on the year. I mean, who saw that coming out? I know a lot of people thought it was, you know, Woods was going to be the favorite target and Cup would be, you know, second on the team. Obviously, they were both good options, but I had Woods ranked above Cup and I think a lot of other people did. Sure. And man, uh, what Woods has been doing, what Cup's been doing, it is night and day. Um, You know, Cup has had lines of 22 points 35 points and 26 points and then he had like a dud game of like about eight or nine week four but i mean 108 yards 110 yards 163 yards (laughs) he's got five touchdowns on the uh, you know he's got five touchdowns this guy's just lighting it up and I don't think he's going to be slowing down much. Um, and then, really? and then, you know, yeah. I mean, and then, and then the other one, maybe he's coming out of uh, San Francisco, Debo Samuel. Yeah, I mean, he is the wide receiver yeah. three on the year. I know. Ooh, that's uh, a big surprise. You know, I I really thought I uke was going to start taking over some of this uh, target share. But, man, Ayuk's been non-existent, and Debo's just taken off. It, it, both of these wide receiver groups, uh, you know, wide receiver, yeah, groups with for, for the Rams and for 
San Francisco, they have one going off and one just barely getting anything, you know. But yeah, really. uh, with Debo, he's had 29 points uh, week one, 189 yards and a touchdown, like just out of nowhere. And then uh, he also had 34 points, 156 yards and two touchdowns in another game. So that's pretty rad. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy stuff. Uh, wh- what do you got? What you got, Parker? Those are some good nominations. I, I I totally agree with those nominations. I have two as well who are top surprises for me. And uh, coincidentally, or not coincidentally so much, but uh, Dwayne is the owner of both of these guys here. So no surprise he's doing so well. My first one is uh, Mike Williams. I know that he just put up a dud this past week, and so that kind of hurts his overall number but he's at wide receiver six on the year with 70 uh fantasy points and aside from this first week i mean i think he was putting up like 18 20 and then like 30 some points on like the first three weeks um really giving Dwayne a boost over his competition especially since mike williams didn't really require high draft capital so big win for mike williams draft him and i the only thing that i think of that could outdo him is my second nomination, and that's Corderell Patterson. So we oh, thought yeah. maybe, we thought maybe Mike Williams was low draft capital. I don't know where Dwayne grabbed him. I'm pretty sure it had to have been the last or second to last round in the draft. So old Cordy here, let's see here. You know, Josh, he is listed as a running back and wide receiver, right? So he yeah. gets to be placed wherever you want him. Uh, he is the fourth best wide receiver, and he is the second best running back overall. The only uh, running back better than him is Mr. Derrick Henry, the king. Um, Patterson has 83.2 fantasy points in the year. And, man, for that for that value of getting him so late, and who would have expected it? And, uh, yeah, he's the second best running back on the year. I know against – because I was watching the matchup against Faith, he put up like 37 points on like over 100 total yards, 87 of which were receiving, and three touchdowns. It was just nuts. Uh, it looks like it looks like his skill set really benefits, uh, really really works well with the Falcons because you know, old Matty Ice is getting uh, limp noodle arm. He's not getting much time to throw, and so he's got to take those short passes. And Cordy, at thirty years old, still has it. I mean, he can catch, make space, and gets nose for the end zone. So, uh, who would have thought? You know. <laughs> Well, you know, he he was he was a high draft pick, if I remember right, from Minnesota, right? Didn't he? He was drafted by Minnesota. Was he a first round pick? I believe so. I think so. Uh, I, I I you know I didn't look it up, but I believe so. He was definitely a high draft capital, uh, definitely if not first, second, or third. And you know, he's bounced around the league a little bit. Um, he is really a Swiss army knife. He can do a lot of things. He was, he was big in the return game. It's just fitting that in, in a backfield where everyone thought it was going to be Mike Davis, that Cordell Patterson gets his shot. It's kind of, it's really cool, honestly, to see him actually, uh, just continue to get a little bit more work each week. And he is just producing, um, exponentially more than anyone thought he would. Mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, man, we're all – we all wish we had Cordell Patterson on our team for, for that value and what he's doing at week four. Like, we all could have had him. 
So I, I can just hear out. Dwayne. I can just hear Dwayne saying, "Well, he could be yours. He's on the trade block." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put uh, well, <laughs> you know, after this, I mean, someone might want him. I mean, RB two. Are you kidding me? I'll be number two, yeah. I mean, and I don't think that's going to change. I don't think their O-line is going to magically get good. <laughs> I'm just I'm, – I'm happy for the guy because he's bounced around the league. He's stuck around, and now he's – you know, he's doing really well. Um, we'll see if he continues to take more and more away from Mike Davis or if they kind of keep this timeshare that they're doing. But he is definitely way more productive. Uh, honestly, I could see defenses trying to change their scheme to stop him. I could see that happening, and who knows? I don't know if he'd keep it up or not. Maybe that means more opens up for the likes of Ridley. Uh, who knows? Well, yeah, and speaking of Ridley, um, oh, yeah. you, you want to talk about him? Yeah, yeah. So right now we're going to talk about these letdowns, and as Josh was alluding to, uh, yeah, Ridley is one of my two nominations. So we'll start with him, right? So Calvin Ridley. Josh, guess where among the wide receiver count he falls? Oh, man, I know he's had some rough weeks. The offense is struggling. I would say he's probably somewhere in the wide receiver two, wide receiver three range. I would say maybe wide receiver 30. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, so wide receiver three range uh, at wide receiver number 30 exactly. Oh, um, holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> call, man. Um, yeah, did I looked it up. He's uh, I don't believe he's got any touchdowns, but he's had some catches in modest – yardage each game um so that's that's kind of placed him there um as i was looking at the rankings the likes of kirk uh christian kirk is actually ranked higher than uh calvin ridley at this point and wow. he ridley only has 45 fantasy points through four weeks so far so we'll see if that changes we'll see if like i said maybe defenses change their scheming to try to not, uh, cut out quarter patterson maybe that opens up more for ridley who knows uh, my other nomination is Allen Robinson. And I think anyone could see this one coming. Uh, man, so the Bears kind of in disarray. I think the lone bright spot is Monty, and now he's hurt. So we'll see what that means going forward. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Allen Robinson has been like quarterback proof his entire career. He played so with quarters. Like, yeah. what's going on? Like, I, mean, I don't get it. Makes Mitch Trubisky look pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> It does, and he's on my team. He's on your team. He's warming the bench. I'm waiting for next year. Thanks, Dwayne, for uh, vetoing. But. <laughs> so um, where would you guess A-Rob falls among wide receiver rankings? Dude, I know it's bad. Um, I'm going to say he's probably somewhere around wide receiver 50, somewhere in there. Well, uh, you're right that it's bad. Um you're not right in how bad it is. He is actually wide receiver number 70 right now in the league. 70 in our half PPR. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, he's got that, 20, that's insane. That's insane. He's only got 27.4 fantasy points on the year. And the likes of Devin DuVernay are better than him. <laughs> DuVernay? So, yeah, du, yeah, DuVernay. Yeah, he's, he's ranked higher than Allen Robinson right now. Didn't even know that guy was still in the league. Congratulations, Allen Robinson. You I know. suck. <laughs> Can you turn it around? We'll see. Yeah. Josh, why don't you tell me your uh, letdowns? Yeah, so the first one I'm going to start out with um, might be a little bit of a surprise. Like Most people might not think of this as being a letdown, but for me it is. 
Uh, Dak Prescott. John Prescott. Johnson's. Yeah. John Johnson's leader of the pack, whatever, you know, if you could call him that. Um, yeah, he is QB 14 on the year, Parker. Mm-hmm. 14. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, Mahomes has like 100, 110 points, I think, on the year. What do you think Dak is right now? Um. I would guess he's at about 60, 65. And wrong. He's higher than that. He's at 83. 83. Okay. Okay. So it's not horrible, but it's definitely not what we expected, right? Uh, I mean, not for the draft capital you typically put into Dak Prescott. Yeah, you expect him to be a little bit higher. I mean, if he's 14, that means people that we wouldn't expect are outproducing him. Well, yeah. Yeah, there's, you know... Uh, Derek Carr's out producing him. Um, oh. You know, th- there was a few others, but one that really stuck out who has 0. 0.6 points less, 0. 0.6, is Taylor Heineke. Oh, wow. Heineke, huh? Yeah. Heineke is, uh, you know, whatever he's been drinking, <laughs> um, he is somehow <laughs> – keeping up with Dak and that should not happen. So Dak needs to pick it up. I don't, I don't know what's going on. He was at a, a, a torrid pace last year before he got hurt. Like I remember 400 yards a game. Yeah. I remember points, you know, 35 and then another 40 burger, you know? Um, so I, I, I thought he was going to be top five, top six. So that's why that's why I have him there. But um, now we've talked about Cup, so we got to talk about Woods, right? Yeah, Woods is down, man. Yeah, where do you think he is in wide receiver ranking? Where do you think okay. he's at? I'd say he's probably like wide receiver forty. Yeah, yes. forty or forty-five around there. Yeah, 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 right in that range. Yeah, he is. He's right in the middle, wide receiver okay. forty-three. So he did have one touchdown. It's kind of spooked his stats a little bit. Um, And it was garbage time. Fourth quarter, a minute left. He is just not getting the targets. It's very disappointing. Uh, And there's a player who actually has more points than him. Like 39, I think. But Deontay Harris. Do you even know what (laughs) team he plays for, Parker? Yeah, the Saints Saints wide receiver. Yeah, wow. Yeah, with speed. (laughs) And shiftiness, right? He has more points than Woods. What is going on? Is I mean, is this the Twilight Zone? Is this the Twilight Zone? I don't know. I think just Stafford and Cup just have a connection, and he's just like, I don't care about Woods. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. He told him to take a hike in the woods. Is what he did. He <laughs> said, "I'm gonna eat breakfast and eat lunch with Cup every day, okay? <laughs> and you're just gonna go right up there in those woods, and you're gonna go catch me some dinner." That's what he said. Stafford is a a real OG. He is the real OG. Indeed. (sighs) Anyways, so those are the biggest letdowns I have. I would agree with you. Yeah, I would agree with you. Poop, poop, man. Just a couple fun sections here. Uh, So, a couple of us, I think only two of us actually, have come up with some nicknames for some of our players, and Josh and I each have a favorite. 
I'll go first here. Uh, so for me, um, well, I think the only other manager besides me that has any nicknames on his team is Dwayne. So thank you, Dwayne. And my favorite what a loser. My favorite player from your team, Dwayne. It's actually Dwayne Haskins, and you gave him the nickname. I spell my name wrong, so I thought that was funny. Uh, kudos to you. You're my nomination for the uh, best, one of the best nicknames in the league. That's what he had. You know, Dwayne would uh, make Dwayne Haskins all about him, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Dwayne. Uh, anyways, so the second nickname that, and this is Parker, it's on Parker's team. We looked and. A lot of us haven't made nicknames. Maybe maybe we should look into that a little bit more as a as a league. It's it's pretty fun to think of nicknames. But um uh Parker for LaVisca Chenault gave him the nick the the nickname Viscuit for the Biscuit. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I like that. Risket for the biscuit, biscuit. I like that. So um I actually eat biscuits and gravy almost every day on the road. Fun fact. That is a so, fun fact. Yeah, for <laughs> breakfast. Probably don't need the carbs, just tastes good. But that's right. Um, let's see here. Ooh, next section we have. Uh we call this the most likelies, where I ask Mr. Josh Camps who is most likely to do well, let's see here. Josh, who is most likely to win it all this year? Well, so I, I there's there's two teams in particular for me that I think have a really good shot. Um and then there's and then there's 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 like four to six that are really like right in that range that could easily win it. But for me it's Dwayne and Michael. I I just think their teams they have a lot of depth. They hit on some guys late. Um they have good wide receiver depth, good running back depth. Um I just I think they got a really good shot. Um, to to win it all. Totally. Uh, good answers. Uh, next, most likely to miss the playoffs or have and, and then like not win it and have a fire sale. Who's gonna like sell off their team because they didn't they couldn't quite convert this year? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's John Johnson, without a doubt. Johnny boy, you've sold the farm. Okay. He's threatened it's it. I think, ter- even. It's time to come to terms. Okay. <laughs> we cannot keep living in fairyland. We must come home. We must come home. Josh, who is most likely to have uh, the most heartbreaking losses this year? Who's going to suffer the most heartbreak losses? Topher. Topher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he's been part of a few. Dude, like he's stressing out, man. Topher, if you ever need anyone to, uh, you know, if you ever need a shoulder, I'm here. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> we can we can always do one on one counseling sessions. Whatever you need. Yeah, whatever you need, buddy. Whatever All right, next, Joshua. I need from you a bold prediction for one of our NFL players this year. What's your bold prediction? Dun dun dun. Dun dun. Mike Williams. Mike Williams will finish as a top three wide receiver on the year. Book it. Book it. All right. Well, he's had a good race so far. You think he'll – Are you questioning me? I'm just asking, just making sure you're committed on your convictions. The convictions are set in stone. All right. 
and I'm going down to the grave with him. All right, I've got it marked. I've got it marked, sir. All right, Parker, what is your bold prediction on the year, sir? Well, because I'm always jaded by him, and he's a, it's a, he's about due now. Mr. Saquon Barkley goes down with an injury this week. It ain't so Saquon. Season-ending injury this week. Parker, don't do that to the man. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. I, I I can never draft Saquon, and that's the reason why. And to see him like succeed, I'm like, where was that last year, Saquon? <laughs> yeah, where was that when I needed you? That's right. Huh? Not that I want him to be hurt. I just think he's going to get hurt this year or this this next week, to be honest. You sound like a bitter girlfriend. Now let's move on. Okay. So, uh, let's see here, Josh. I. You wanted to talk to the league here before we sign off about the uh, free agency uh, twist that we've got going. Would you would you go in depth about that? We kind of talked about it on. The- yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just talk about it. Uh, I, I don't know how often you guys you know read through the league bylaws and all that. I'm sure you have it on your nightstand. And every night, you know, you're just going through the pages and just what else did I forget, you know? <laughs> but uh, we wanted to bring this up because we really feel like you're dropping the boat, okay, on this. So um, there are seven bench spots that at the end of the year will have to be freed up. This does not include taxi, okay? So – we had worked into the league bylaws a forced free agency. And right now it's set up for seven bench spots to be dropped. So this will free up some room for your incoming rookies. And also kind of create a free agency stir. So we wanted to get a little feedback from you guys on how you feel about that. You know, is this something you still, um, like uh and and more importantly like me and parker want to have this but we're just wondering if maybe seven might be a little too much um and wanted to get a feel from you guys so you know the the lowest we think we should drop it down to if we did drop it at all would be four and we're willing to do like a league vote on it um and the reason we say four is because we have four incoming rookies or should most most will um unless they traded them all away uh, every year so to make that room ahead of time just kind of makes sense but um yeah what would you want to say park we're, we're <laughs> yeah. well i was saying that some of us have less but then some of us yeah. have uh, more than four, uh, uh, coming, so. <laughs> um so yeah it's just something yeah. to think about and uh and we could put it to a vote if we want to make any changes, if everyone's fine with it, we'll leave it as is. But, you know, it is a cool wrinkle that we added. Um, it's not something a lot of Dynasty Leagues do, probably. We thought it would be fun and cool. But at the same time, we understand, like, that person's on your team for a reason. So how many of those reasons do we actually want to drop? So, sure. um, yeah. Anyways, if you have stayed on this this long, you are... Also a real OG. A champion. A champion. An original gangster. Okay. And me and Parker, we just want to say, 
we appreciate you guys. We're happy you're in the, you're in the league. And uh, best of luck on the season, whether you're trying to win or tank or somewhere in between. Uh, best of luck. We accept all types. We accept all types. Yep. All right. Adios. Have a Adios. good night. Have a good night.